are live. Welcome back to Football Friends, everyone. It's been a little while since our last episode because of the international break. And it was a month up until this weekend. It was a month until I got to watch Chelsea play in the Premier League. And I don't know how long it was for West Ham. How long was it? We played um, Everton before the break. That was probably the worst international break I've had in a long time. <laughs> it, dude, it was killer. There's nothing nothing good about it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be super – like, I don't feel the hype at all. I don't. It's going to be weird. And, like, teams – there are going to be a lot of teams that have very uh, – so right word. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is for some reason right now. But like like they're gonna have like they're gonna be a lot of teams that have a story of two seasons in one season, basically. Mm. Like what do you what yeah, what do, what do you mean by that? Like there are gonna be some teams that are awful before yeah. the world and come back and like are a lot better. And then there are gonna be other teams like Brighton's a good example. Like Brighton could like you know keep up some of this form. And like be like maybe seventh going into the break, and then they're not gonna stay there. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope. I mean, I hope that's the case with the the U.S. Because I mean, man, I could give less of a fuck. Yeah, you don't care about the U.S. You care about you know, like I like I'll root for them, I guess. But like, if Sterling scores or Bowen scores or right scores against us, like I'm gonna celebrate. That's fair. I feel like I don't know what it is, but I think it's just globalization where like the countries feel like they're getting closer and closer together. If that makes sense, like where it's like, you know what, it'd be cool if the U S won, but, and I, and I, I like watching them play and I'm a fan of them, but it's coming to a point where I enjoy watching other teams play. (laughs) I don't know if that's just political co- uh podcast that was it's not it's not a pl- it's not, i'm not trying to be yeah, like political because guy. like no like for me like it like i'm gonna root for the u.s because like i like some players on the u.s and it's like cool that they're from the same country i'm from but like mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt me if like we don't do well because it's still the united states <laughs> like yeah yeah that's like i always feel so weird like when we play mexico and it's like a big rivalry, and everybody's like, "Yeah, like it, it." It makes me so uncomfortable, dude. It just it like because it like there's like a big portion of the United States fan base that gets really weird. That gets very very racist. Yeah, I understand. I know what that. I know it's like a weird. It's like a weird. Such a weird dynamic. Yeah, Napoleon complex, superiority complex. Where like I am above you because our soccer team is better. And this and that. And people like buy into it because it's like, because I guess it's still widely accepted to do that. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with, with, with competition and, and being happy that, that you won. But some of the stuff that people say, and this is not even just like international, it's like club too, but some of the stuff that people say towards other teams and stuff like that is, is oh, bro. It, yeah. It's in it's insane, and and I, it's not this is not a political podcast. I don't want to make it like that, but it's insane how normalized it's insane how normalized it's getting. Where like you can simply just go shitting on like, and you can shoot off a couple of tweets or 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 DM someone in in their in their Instagram messages, and it's like hurl obscenities at them, and they can't do anything about it because you're basically anonymous still at this point. It's it's. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I told, I told, um, I told Jack today. What did I tell him? I think I told him to kill himself or something. Cause he said Sterling was having a bad game and he was Sterling was not good today, but he had, it was right after his assist. And I think I told him to like kill himself or something. <laughs> Jesus. It's all fun and games. Yeah. Man. No, it's like, there's a way it's getting to a point where like, it's so like, there's so much irony involved in, Dude, like, I can't function anymore, especially on that fucking app. Like, 
like I just have to be insane on the app so I can function in the real world. I gave I gave that. I mean, I had to. I don't know what it is, but I I set myself a certain amount of time during the day that I want to use it. I don't have it on my phone anymore. I just do. That's- I just do it on my laptop at night and see how, and I mean, it's working so far, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah, It's It's just like when I have downtime at work, it's like, I got to at Shwinny Pooh. We're going to have him on here at some point. That's going to be fun. We're getting, we're getting our, we're getting our first guests eventually. I I want, I just want to watch him and Alan argue. I just want to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. I can't even turn my camera on. I'll just sit in here and just listen to them argue. Yeah. I want it live. I don't want to listen to the like. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, let's actually speak about some some sports. Cuz yeah. I was honestly, I kind of wanted to start out with this because it's like the biggest topic. Dude, I am starting to actually believe that Holland is not like a human on our level. Like I feel like Holland is a human <laughs> like a little bit more like I don't yeah. know. He, you know, you know when species like evolve, evolve. Yeah, he's got like an extra chromosome, but he's not. got. Yeah, he's got something. There's something about him that he's a class above everyone else. Everyone, yeah. it doesn't matter. Men are X Y, women are X X. He's like X Z. I don't know what it is because he's got. Like, it's not even just, like, how he plays the game. Just the stuff he does, the scissor kicks that he's able to do and the angles that he's able to hit volleys at. Like, I watched I watched the the, man, the the derby, and that one cross, I think it was from De Bruyne. That De Bruyne. goal, his second goal, right? The, the second goal, goal off, like, he was he was sliding. He I don't know how you time it like so that. Early. He timed it perfectly, and then he had the the scissor kick in the Champions League. I remember. I forgot who they were playing. Well, the thing that's funny about Holland is like everybody knew he was going to go to City and do well. Like mm-hmm. he went to City, I was like, oh, he's going to score thirty league goals, probably he score twenty five league goals. He's going to win the Golden Boot, and he's still outperforming everybody's yeah. expectations. You know I what? I mean? He's going to do this. Like, he has nineteen goals in eleven games. It's 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 insane. It's FIFA, it's FIFA numbers. It really is. It's, and I don't I don't see anyone. I haven't put up those numbers on anybody. I don't see I don't see anyone on his plane right now. Like even Mbappe, it's a, like Mbappe. I still have a. There's a little bit of a cap on Mbappe from from my opinion right now personally because I think that he needs to to branch out. Not cap like not cap like like cap on his potential or whatever. But there's like a little bit of a. It's and when it comes to the debates. Well, yeah, but you say that, and then we could be sitting here in May talking about Mbappe in the World Cup and the Champions League in the same season. And That's fair. Not, like, and it'll, the- Holland on his way to doing it. Like, things happen in this beautiful game that we watch. But, um, no, yeah, Holland right now, obviously, is in the form he's in. It's like, it's hard not to just sit here and call him this. He's... He can win the Ballon d'Or. Oh, he can win multiple. If he plays like this, like oh, I'm he, talking about 2023. Oh, like, 2020. I think because let's say he goes into the World Cup. He just has 19 and 11 right now. City have what another 10 games to play. He goes in with 29 goals. <laughs> I mean, like after the World Cup, like if they win the Champions League and he scores 60 goals in a calendar year. And the Champions League winner isn't Messi or isn't somebody who wins the champion. If it's not Messi or Mbappe or Neymar, because any of those three, if those three win the World Cup and the Champions League, like they're probably. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see it with, with Messi because he's in the World Cup. If he wins the World Cup, if he wins, like if he win, I think the media and everyone. I think if Brazil win it too and then they oh. win the Champions League, Neymar's having a Neymar's great got a shot. Today, I didn't think he was good today. It's gonna, it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a. I think it'll be a fun race this year, especially. I just think the knock on Holland for this year is not playing in the World Cup. Yeah, I mean that's the that's why it comes down because like I'm trying to think of an example. If England won the World Cup mm. for the Queen, um, Dude, that would not shock me, man. Yeah, that would be <laughs> Declan Rice. Declan Rice. 
Yeah. Up there. <sighs> uh, but yeah, like if they win the World Cup, like they don't have a Ballon d'Or contender. So that opens the door for Holland if City win the Champions League. Yeah. I can see it. I definitely think he'll be winning Ballon d'Ors. Because City, like the expectation that City has to be a treble, like a Champions League, League Cup treble. Like it, it has to be. And I think they're, they're, I think they've pretty much won the league already. It's, yeah. what, it's October. They're in second, man. They are. Arteta's at the wheel. <laughs> I keep forgetting that, that Arteta's up there. I t- dude. They'll drop. That's another, that's another thing. I bought into Arsenal uh, first couple episodes, and, I mean, they haven't proved me wrong yet. Like, I bought into Arsenal, but on this podcast, I look like I'm hating on them because Joe was saying they're going to finish second. They're not going to finish second. Like, they're playing great right now. It's a long season. They've played, I mean, they've beat, they've beat, they've played seven league games. Let's slow down. I'm talking about their title challenges. They're not challenging shit. They beat some some tough opponents. They're going to play a lot of games. The squad has not played that many games. Jesus and Zinchenko are obviously great, but they're going to – they're a great side, and they can beat Absolutely. anybody today. They tore apart Conte. Yeah, they're good. Nobody's saying they're not good. But they there's a learning curve. Like, they finished fifth last year and played 43 games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the amount of games they play is going to catch up to them. I can tell them from experience. Like, how many players in that team have played a serious amount of European football? I mean, Saka's played a bunch, but he was – I think he had a season where he was starting basically every game for them. But, like, he hasn't had more than two years of, like, consistent European experience. Yeah. Smith Rowe. I mean, he doesn't really play. But, like, I don't know. I mean, that's another kind of question for me because I – Actually, I, I think I'm not because Saliba's played a lot, but I don't know. It's just like it's a different level to keep up what they're doing for an entire season when you have this much fixture congestion. And not only is the fixture list congested, it's extra congested this year. Like they're going to hit a tough run of form. Like people get injured. People miss time. Yeah. Like that's... West Ham, like not making excuses, like we haven't been good, but like we didn't have like our first four competitive games. We only had one fit center back. Yeah. Like I could, I could, I could, I could see where you're coming from. I still think they'll, they'll, they're going to finish pretty high, but I could see where I could see where you're coming from with third or fourth. I don't know. I don't know who they have for depth options either. Cause I think depth is going to become kind of pretty yeah, critical. Thing. It's like, cause the thing is they can, finish with 80 points and finish third yeah it's that kind of i think the top four city are gonna put up 95 plus yeah and then like i mean liverpool suck but like god forbid they start winning games i don't see that happening i yeah honestly dude and i said i I said on this podcast early that like if liverpool signed a technical eight that they could push for the title because of City's lack of depth. I forgot that City are fucking league killers and or not lack of depth, lack of width. But like that really like City's lack of width and athleticism really hurts them more in the Champions League than it does in the league and always has. But now Holland's probably the most athletic player in the league. I'm trying to see when City and Arsenal play each other, and they don't until going to be a good measuring stick. Both, for I mean, the thing is, is both legs are not until after the World Cup. I was wondering that if there are any teams like that. That that's very interesting. Because what if Arsenal are one of those teams? About for if, what? If they fall off, after uh, the World Cup. I think yeah, I think that the World Cup, it, especially for any I title challenge like this year. I think it's very interesting with Arsenal. To see, like, how they can, like, keep up this level of performance throughout a season. Because a lot of these players haven't had this level. of Like, I think having the two from City really helps because you have two guys who have not only been, like, serial, like, Champions League top four players, but they win the league every year. But, like, 
a lot of these guys haven't really had the expectation of top four in the Premier League yet. Yeah. I don't know what like I don't know what last year was for them. I don't know if it was they didn't really come in with high expectations, did they? I mean I'm not really a no, fan no, of it. No, no. They um the thing is for me last year with the little amount of games they played, they should have finished fourth. They they blew that. But it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about this. I'm just responding to a text. That's important. Okay. Yeah, the the thing about the, the the early season, the early season like title conversation for me right now is that you know, that World dude. Cup is gonna be a huge it's gonna be of time gonna change people's forms. Like yeah. guys are gonna come back more fit, less fit. People are gonna get hurt at the World Cup. Like it sucks. It really sucks that that's gonna happen, but people like injuries are gonna happen. Yeah. I Stone just got hit hurt on international duty with England. Like, Stone? Yeah, I mean he's gonna be back for the World Cup, but people get hurt. Yeah. I it'll be it'll be interesting for me. We've never really this is unprecedented. Like this is an unprecedented event, especially considering the terms of like like I don't want to say magnitude, but like the how big, like how big of an event is it's only our third unprecedented season in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We keep using adjectives to say, but it's funny because this was planned. Oh, it's true though. Like it is true that it's three on because like the COVID year, the bubble, the yeah. restart. Um and then you know last year guys didn't really have a rest over the summer. I mean the season ended in July and then it started back up in September. Yeah. Yeah, these are weird, weird, weird times. I think I think we're finally starting to get out of that like weird. It would be good if there wasn't a World Cup in the middle of the season. Yeah, I know. That's that is still so weird to me. I don't know how it's it's all money. It's all it's all money money based and and oh, yeah. it always is. It's it's everything everything money based, and it's crazy that they would do something like like this like put people that, is is it that crazy that they would do this oh i mean from a perspective of like um like for money and, and greed no no way especially especially considering uh what was his name who was before infantino every like the the notorious oh. president and i forget his name sep 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 blatter like I wouldn't. It's just not surprising because this is everything that Sep did beforehand. Like, it's whatever. Like, we'll have a World Cup. We'll like, like I've been hating on this World Cup for months. I'm gonna hate on it over the next month or two. Like, when it happens, happens. I'm gonna enjoy it. It's yeah, just, that's how. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's. I, I'm really interested to, to see the effects after. Because what have, I'm very interested for is that there's always a few players at the World Cup who play out of their minds yeah. and earn some move that they probably don't deserve. Uh, <laughs> Brack, if he's listening, is not going to like this. Yeri Mean is one <laughs> that comes to mind. Um, but, like, you know, guys go crazy. Like, I wonder who is going to have a crazy tournament, and I wonder what that looks like going into a January transfer yeah. window. Yeah, I was going to say that. And I also wonder – if that, like, if that form, instead of just being World Cup form now, it carries over to their club form and they just take off. There's, it, it it's weird. I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic with the transfer window, especially because I, I wanted to bring that up. Like, that that would be pretty cool because, like that, the World Cup's going to end and the transfer window is going to open and people are going to be able to make, because, I mean, Oh, people are gonna make such gonna make such like active moves. Yes, yeah, and they're gonna make emotional decisions on transfers, and I guarantee that there's gonna be one transfer that they're there's like gonna be, the next, gonna be one next guy. That is awful. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like it. it, it I don't have the money to make it. Thank God. Because <laughs> we spent all of our money. You guys did. 
I mean, I would be stunned if we made any signing of substance in January. I mean, like maybe we'll loan somebody. I'm sure that we'll be interested and we'll look around. And I think the, I think it'll be different this window. In the end, Moyes will be like, "Oh, he's not the right guy." That's what he does. But. David Moyes doesn't like him. He's young. And I'm I'm stunned that he found eight players in one window that he liked enough to sign. So he almost found nine. He almost got Yanazai. That would have been fun. Yanazai. Yeah, oh. we wanted. I thought you said Spazzlei or Spaz. He's he's cool. Yeah, so. Good ass. I would have liked Yanazai just so we could give Bowen a fucking break, man. Is that you think that's probably why he's just like, he's maybe it just yeah overworked, overused, something like oh, that. Dude, he's been running to the ground over the last few years. It's crazy. Plays in 90 minutes every game. Um, I don't think that's necessarily affected his form. I think honestly, what I think is that he's just somebody that gets highlighted now by teams when they come to play us, and that like he like Bowen is a very good player, but like he's limited, like mm-hmm. he has limits. And I just think that like some teams have done a better job of uh, not catering, catering, like, so like preventing preparing for him and preparing for us also. Cause I think that like, we're also a team that like teams will highlight it on their schedule and teams have just done a better job preparing for us. And we need to react. And I think that that's what a lot of these signings need to do. Cause now when you get, Skamaka involved, it gives us a completely different element that's harder to deal with. And if Paqueta comes deeper and picks up the ball, like we haven't had a passer like that. So, yeah, we'll be fine. Bowen will also be fine. I mean, he scored a great goal on Saturday. And yeah, I was going to I was gonna say, because Skamaka, because I was watching it, lets you guys, because you guys, like, to me, were very transition-based. Oh, yeah. Offense. And this, and those two definitely have slowed down the pace because of how well they can hold up yeah well definitely we're still at our best in transition for sure but like skamaka and paqueta definitely just give us more quality and ability yeah. i mean a little, bit, a little bit more dimensions too like you don't have to be so reliant on i love lanzini like he's my favorite player ever but like you know post acl lanzini the way that we had to rely on him last year was crazy because he was the only player that we could really bring into the team who could, you know, get on the ball and control and can control the ball, like pick passes, dictate play. Like Rice can do it, but Rice can't be the main guy doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Paquette is in a different universe to Lanzini. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I didn't get to watch the, the, the champ, most of the Champions League matches today. Because I had I had stuff to do, but I watched the highlights of of, of Chelsea's match, and I don't know I, I don't know why I watched it. I I have I'm gonna do a little buying in. I think I'm gonna buy into what what Potter's doing, and and oh, yeah, I mean it's Potter's finally starting to it's finally starting to click because there was a lot of fear and uh questions around reese james after tuchel left because it felt like his like how he played definitely highlighted his strength as a player but like reese james is is he's my favorite player on the squad right now he he, he's he could do do it all i think he is a key player and i saw that cross he made for for any fear regarding Reese James with Tucci leaving it? He like Reese James isn't that system dependent. No, a, no, I mean I I can see that now even, but there was a lot. I mean, there was a little he, bit of. I've seen that at Wigan when he came back to Chelsea and was breaking through. Like it's always been clear that he's he's just like what you want in a fullback. Yeah, he's strong. He's, he's athletic. Good. He's fast. He can play across. He can play with the ball on his feet. He can come inverted. He can defend. Like he's fit you can like he lasts through games like he's everything that you want to pull back you can he's definitely able to be used as sort of that that i'd say like call him just a general like from the back like he he can be like he's the he is a very big pivot point a lot from when i've been like i watched 
some some of the extended highlights they use he was used as like a pivot point for a lot of attacks starting Potter, forward did and, Potter did that a lot um at Brighton where you would use his wing backs to create space at Brighton he would do it more to get Casado on the ball uh mm-hmm. his first game with Chelsea he actually he played Sterling at wing back didn't he it was Sterling or someone else. I think it was Sterling. Sterling. And he just, like, had Raheem just pick up the ball and drive at defenses. And, like, Potter is a great coach. Like, the concern around Potter isn't if he can coach or not. Like it's an experience for me. Like, the tech, like the experience. It's just, like, this is a different – it's a different beast. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's – he beat Milan 3-0, three, three though. So, I, it feels like he's, he's able to, to challenge that. They were horrible today. You know who was terrible today? Who? Tamori. Oh, but yeah, it was probably because he was back. He was back. Like people probably had stuff to say. Dude, he was at fault for the Aubameyang goal. Probably could have been sent off. Like it was horrible. <sighs> to me, it's. I feel but, like, he's, dude, he's a great player and he's been really good for them in the last year and a half. No, but it's just a golf. I mean, there's just a difference between Italy and and England when it terms of playing, and it was obvious watching that game they they, they tried to slow I, I don't know I guess it was the the pace was a little fast I'm gonna argue with that I mean obviously there's a gulf in quality between England and Italy but the only reason I'm gonna argue with it is because I think Tamori has been so hard done by by Southgate recently mm-hmm. like for him not to get any minutes the last international break is just crazy to me I mean Maguire's been horrible he's not getting minutes at United he was bad in one of the games for England I feel like, like Southgate Jones got hurt. Like he's like, I, I don't know. I just think I think it's crazy to not give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Southgate's known. I mean, isn't he known for that though? He's got his, his beef with James Madison, who by the way was insane against against he's, the forest. He's he is I watched that game too. He's undeniable. He has to be in the England squad. I mean, if he does, if he doesn't, it's quite obvious. And I heard that Southgate's probably going to be be done after this this World Cup coming. You you don't you think he'll stay there? They'll underperform, but they'll perform. And like, dude, he just got a big contract. Like, he got them to a semi and a final. I'm not saying he deserves to stay. He should be sacked. He uh-huh. should be sacked in June. There are so many international coaches that should be gone. One of the World Cup in 2018. Like, Deschamps is not a good coach. Yeah. And he had his thing with Laporte, which was so weird. I mean, he has, doesn't he have like a bias against like young players too? Except, except Gillian uh, Alaba. Well, I don't know about I don't know if it's a bias against young players because I've seen that like he's got. To, he's just a weird. I don't. Know. I don't understand. <laughs> he's a weirdo. I'll just leave it at that. He is weird. I remember. <laughs> That video where he walks in, he's like, "Oh, my, 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 my player." Oh, man, what else? Um, hmm. Who plays next weekend? Who does Chelsea play next weekend? Who do we play next weekend? Let me see. Let me up to date. Let's talk about the conference league, man. But you like, bring. I haven't. Like I haven't been too in tune with the conference league, but you bring, I've been all that, your- that, that is real European ball. No, I mean it's like it's whatever. We play Anderlecht tomorrow. Should be. I mean they're the best team in our group. I'm second best team in our group after us, but no, but it's 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 like more of a, a grassroots kind of competition. It's a little bit like it's. A, I wouldn't say grassroots because it's relative when you're in like per country with which teams are are winning everything, but I think it's more of a attainable goal for for teams that are good we should be going to a semi-final or a final minimum in that competition i mean obviously it depends who comes down from europa but like in my opinion like it's still early in the league like we just got this big win against wolves we play fulham then we play southampton and we play liverpool and we play bournemouth like we can get 12 points from those games um so like any like we can be back up the league and like be within striking distance of europe again but i I think that our best avenue to stay in European football is winning the Conference League. That's probably the best. Yeah, I mean that's the best avenue for anyone, especially. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you play in England and you're in the Conference, you League. get if you win the Conference League, do you get a Europa League bid or do you get a Champions League bid? 
Yeah. I'm looking at who – so Chelsea plays Wolves, and it's at Stamford Bridge. So they're, Diego Costa comes back. Dude, they're <laughs> horrible. And they fired – yeah, I know. They, they. We'll see what happens who they hire, but I know. They're, no, they're so bad. They did, in their defense, like, they looked a lot better when Costa came on and they had a striker to play off of, but they're they're so bad. I mean, Costa's just the man. Like, we didn't even really play that well, but they're – dude, they're so bad. I'm looking at the relegation – it's only eight games in, but I'm looking at the relegation teams right now. It's Wolves, Leicester, and Nottingham Forest. I think Nottingham Forest is going down either way. I think they're – Think they're going down, which is crazy considering the amount of money they've invested in the team. Crazy because what's going to happen with all those players? They're not playing in the championship. That yeah. team, I feel like they are going to be a skeleton if they don't stay up this year. Yeah, it'll be funny to see what happens when if they go down. Because, like, think about it, dude. Like, a lot of them. Sorry. About that. I'm going to find their transfer window right now. I was doing this the other day because I was making fun of them with Joe. Um, nine for signings. Okay. It was, I know, Renan Lodi, uh, Lingard. Uh, well, Lodi, they'll go down and then they won't be able to activate Lodi's fee. Yeah. So that's one. Nico Williams, um, I think. Nico Williams, I don't know what will happen to him. Uh, Awaniwi is going to score enough goals that somebody's going to want him. Yeah. When they go down, Dean Henderson's going to be gone. He's alone. Morgan um, Gibbs White. Tate is decent. Gibbs White will leave if they go down. What the fuck? Why are my lights? Lingard. I mean, Mangala could leave if they go down. Dennis will probably leave if they go down. Gibbs White, yeah. Uh, Lodi will be gone. I mean, I guess a lot of these players, if they go down, it reflects on them very poorly. Like, like Bowley, nobody's going to want Willie Bowley if they go down. Yeah. No, no one's going to want um, – I mean, if Froyler could leave, they go down. Steve Cooper uh, is also just an atrocious. Dude, why do people think Cooper is a good manager? He's not. Like, why? Like, why is that some narrative? Like, why do people treat him like he's? I don't think it's a. It's not a narrative. I mean, it's not a narrative it's anymore. It's absolutely a narrative. Really? They think he. People are still like, I can't believe that they're not giving him. Well, in that sense i don't think that they should sack him why you think they let him go down with the ship who are they gonna get uh um and they just signed 22 players like you're just gonna bring a new coach like i like i don't think that the issue is the manager i think that the issue is that you're playing a bunch of dudes who don't know each other they start nine players that they started over on Monday were new signings. And then the bench was like seven of nine. Like yeah. we sign eight players and we have to integrate them. And we start like one new one a game. Yeah. Like Skamaka's second Premier League start. It's October. Like these things take time. Like when we signed under Pellegrini, when we signed Felipe, Yarmolenko, all those motherfuckers, we lost our first four. Hmm. And like we didn't really find our feet until November, until October, November, and then we were lost five games when we had a chance to go seventh. That's a different story for another time. But like these things take time. Like we've seen Everton spend a lot of money and like have it miss. When Tottenham sold Bale, they signed seven or eight players, and they all missed besides Erickson, basically. Like, like how how many players did Everton bring in when they sold Lukaku? At least six, seven, or eight. They signed. They signed class in that, that summer. They signed. I'm gonna bring up this one because like this happens a lot when teams spend a lot of money. I mean, speaking of Everton, 
And it's like you have to be careful. Like, I'm not against signing a lot of players. Like, if you need to do it, you should do it. Mm. But, like, sometimes, like, like, you have to be careful when you do this. They sold him and, yeah. Like, you have to know what you're doing. That summer, they signed Gilfie Sigurdsson for 45 million pounds. They signed Michael Keane for 25 million pounds. They signed Pickford for 30 million pounds. They signed Davy Klassen for 24 million pounds. They signed Theo uh, January. In January, they signed Walcott and Tossin for 20 million pounds each. They signed Vlasic for 10 million over the summer. They signed Anikuru, who I don't know if he ever even got a work permit for 7 million pounds. They signed Sandra Ramirez, remember the striker? And they signed Rooney on a free. And they signed Kuko Martina. And so it's like, how many of those signings would you say worked? Maybe, maybe Gilfy up until that incident. And then Gilfy was all right. I mean, Keane missed, Klassen missed horribly. Pickford was a good sign. Pickford was probably their best out of them easily. I think, I mean, I don't know. All I know is, is they're headed in the right direction with Frank Lampard behind them. I, I want to bring up another example if I can. Not Yeah, no, 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 no. Not with this topic. But Fulham, when they came up in 2018, right? Yeah, in 2018, they bought like 10 players – and they were fucking horrible. And that's like this transfer window is the most comparable to Forest because they're both newly promoted clubs. When Fulham came up, it was yeah, 2018. They spent 27 million pounds on Jane Michael Sari. Flop. And I like Sari a lot, but they flopped and missed. He's at hole now. Um they bring in they brought in a couple on loans, right? Brought Angisa that summer and he's good. They brought Mr. Vich that summer. He hit, but, like, not enough that year. I also want to say he was on loan the year before. They had, didn't, so they had – They bought – remember Alfie Mawson? They spent upwards of 20 million pounds on Alfie Mawson. Wasn't Sherla wasn't Sherla on that team? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He's not listed here. Oh, yeah, there he is. Um, they bought Joe Bryan, remember the left back, who was really good in the championship. He missed – they bought Fabry. It's the goalkeeper. Yeah, he missed. They bought La Marchand, that French center back. I don't think he hit. Remember, they bought Babel in January. Ridiculous. Sherla missed. Apparently, they loaned Nordvite. That's interesting. Callum Chambers, they loaned. Miss Sergio Rico, they loaned. He was decent. Foster Mensa, they loaned. They, he, they missed on him that year. Like, Yeah, man, like, you know, you got to be careful when you spend, when you bring in that many different players. Hey, what would you, because I know it wasn't, uh, Mitrovic was, was it the year before or the year, it was that year, wasn't he? I want to, let me check this, because I want to say that he wasn't even a new player. I want to say that they loaned him when they got promoted. Hmm. Yeah, they did. They loaned him in January. He got them promoted, and then they bought him outright in the summer. So he wasn't even a new player. But they signed – outside of Mitrovic, they signed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players that summer, including Mitrovic, they signed 11. I mean – Or no, they signed 11, and then including Mitrovic, they signed 12. So think of it as the opposite too. Has there ever been like a team that has been promoted, signed a bunch of players, and then – did better than they were expected to do. Hmm. I'm trying to think off top, who's been promoted? I, I don't. I don't know of any of that happening ever. Well, I mean, other teams have gone in the opposite direction. Like Norwich have come up and not spent enough money and gone down multiple times. <laughs> um, like you just like it's because it, if we're being serious, when you get promoted, you shouldn't like be too reliant on the players that got you there or be too like, Oh, like we're in the Premier League. We need to sign players. It's the same as every other summer. Fill your needs, but fill your needs to like the level that like, you yeah, want. With Premier League quality or first, first division quality players. Yeah. Your best player 
was your left back and like maybe he's flawed and maybe you don't think he's going to be that great in the Premier League, you don't need to go get a 20 million pound left back when you have all these other f- f- needs to fill. Because yep. then you're going to end up like Fulham and for like I don't Forrest it's like crack to them. I don't know. Like they, like they got, no. Cause I genuinely think that they got addicted to it, dude. They trying to sign Bashawai on deadline day. Why? <laughs> they already, spent, they spent 18 million on Awaniwi. They spent another 8 million on fucking what's his name. Forget his name. He's playing in the championship last year, but they signed another striker and they spent 20 million on Dennis who like, you can play striker. You can play wing. Like, why do you need Batshuat? You sign a fourth right. striker. They wanted names. To me, it looked like they just went big, big. Yeah, fish. no, they lost their minds, dude. Like, why are you signing Serge Aurier on a free? Yeah, that was a confusing one. That one and Lodi was a confusing one to me because it's like well, Lodi. The thing with Lodi is Lodi is like fine if like. Like, if they didn't make – like, if they made 10 signings – because they had a lot of loan players. If they made, like, 10 or 12 signings this summer and, like, integrated them in a non-crack addict way – like, I'm going to stop using that phrase. But, like, <laughs> like it's just – because a lot of these guys are just there to be there. Like, what's the point? Dennis hasn't even started a game yet. I think Dennis is one of the good the good signings that they made, but, like – like why? I mean, I'm not really. I want to figure. I want to figure out if there's a way we can get like a, a supporter of each club to to come. To I have come. no one talking to a Nottingham. Yeah, I know fan. that. I don't know a Nottingham Forest fan, but I would love that to hear their perspectives point. on it. If there's no point in talking to a Nottingham Forest fan. They'll be relegated in February. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. That's a cold, cold, cold world. Dude, it's like I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the maybe the maybe the uh, international World Cup break does some good for their staff. That do they have any World Cup players? Well, the the thing is, like the World Cup could do good for them. Um, let me check their squad. I think they have a few. They have Lingard. Is he? Is he play, he's playing. In, is he playing? <laughs> yeah, he's going to the World Cup. No, I remember. I remember um, hearing thing on uh, Henderson could go if a goalkeeper gets hurt. Um, Wayne Hennessy will probably be at the World Cup. Uh, mm. Niakate can declare for Senegal. I don't know. He did. Um, does Lodi play for Brazil? I don't, I don't really have that many. I don't know if, yeah, so, I don't know if he plays. I mean, Tete, Tete wouldn't even use him because he uses like 95% offensive players and then he just puts a center back in there. You got to respect that. I know that's 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 the press press demon press formation i don't know i mean i'm trying to think isn't uh the owner of loady gets called up he gets called up the owner of um nottingham forest what's his name isn't he that, that greek the greek dude that's like crazy about spending money for for um he owns a team in greece yeah, yeah, they signed they signed two or three players and just loaned them to loan them back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> it's illegal. Uh, no, <laughs> it's that's still being done. Uh, Nico Williams, who apparently has the same birthday as me, will be called up for Wales. I would assume. Oh. Um, are the Ivory Coast in the World Cup? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think Sir Serge he probably does. I was going to say Aurier could probably be called up. Kiyate, if he's still playing for Senegal, is allegedly their captain. Mm. Um, Froiler, I don't know if Froiler gets called up for Switzerland. I think that the World Cup break could do them good, though. 
Yeah. I think so. I mean, it's it depends. They could be they could definitely get a benefit from it, but they could also definitely Froiler Froiler starts for Switzerland. So he'll be there. Lingard. Brennan Johnson will be there. Dude, I want you as Nigerian too. Jesus, man. They got a lot of strikers. Are you on transfer market right now? I might, yeah. I might as well just go on that so I can be. Sam Surge is striker's name. Like on your page. Yeah, I'm on transfer market. Yeah. Let's see. I might throw on the blue light glasses, bro. Yeah, about that time, anyways. It's like 928. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got time for the time for the blue light glasses. I have. Let me go get mine. We can be be matching. That's mad cute, bro. Did he leave the room? If he left the room, I'm about to start. <laughs> mine are too small. Mine are too small for my face. So I'm like this, or I can wear them like this, like the mad librarian. Your books. Yeah. Are overdue. I got, I got, I got three books. I, got, books. I, got I have the debt. I have the, the debt collectors after me because I forgot to return a book to the librarian. It's been a while. Bro, I should just start not paying my bills and get evicted. <laughs> Why? Why do you? What? What comes? What come? What is the thought about getting evicted? That entices it just, you. It just seems like something to do. <laughs> Go sleep on the park benches in New York. I got it's fucking all these fucking. I mean, these are not all bills. Some of them are just like advertising shit. Like, what is this one? Don't you can't you just pay your bills online now though? Or you do you do the mail? No, yeah, I got. I actually paid them today. What is this, bro? Bro, I'm getting internet ads, bro. Like, I'm not gonna buy your internet, dude. Like reliably fast speeds up to 200 megabits per second like nah bro like that sucks all right like not gonna pay i'm not gonna do that dude should i turn this light on how does this light turn on i have no idea i wish i was there i donated blood today and i got a, a gift card for donating blood you know what's actually funny is i went to donate blood and then the woman that was taking my blood apparently like my vein you didn't ah bro it's so bright it gives you good lighting though you can see your face now the woman the woman that was taking my blood uh apparently my blood wasn't like or the vein wasn't like feeding the blood into the tube so they took like a liter of or like they took like a a little pint of blood and then After that, they couldn't take any more. So all the blood that they had from me, they couldn't send in because I get, didn't give the uh, amount. So I just went there, and now I know that my like blood is got fucking drained. Yeah, I got drained. I got drained for no reason because there was this poster of this like little boy next to me. I was like, "You're being a suit. You are what you're doing is helping Great. superheroes like Liam uh, fight uh, fight leukemia and and stuff." And then they're like, "Yeah, we can't send it in." That really made me feel like shit because it's like I saw the big red bus there today and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do it because I want to want to help someone. I'm going to be a good Samaritan. And then, bam. Yeah, I donated something the other day. They gave me a sticker. I put it on my fridge. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, what happened was they gave me a sticker. And as I was leaving, the guy was like, oh, did I give you a sticker? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. So he gave me two stickers. So <laughs> two I got stickers? One yeah, and I got one on the record table. Oh yeah. What's your blood type? Actually, I don't know if you said. How would I know my blood type, bro? Don't they tell you it when you they take your blood? They didn't tell. I mean, they they told me that there was like some website I can go on and know my blood type. Doctors are scary, bro. They always tell me some shit. Putting putting stuff in putting stuff in you. <laughs> always, always being like, you gotta do this or that, but you're gonna die. I don't know. Can't we just chill and not die? cool and not go to the doctor and not die i hate the dentist more than the doctor to be honest never gonna go to the dentist again that's my goal as an adult every i'm joking I'm gonna no, go I'm to not. <laughs> you get so i mean you'd have you want to be an england fan so you'd have the teeth like them 
got to be the England. But there are pros to England winning the World Cup. The World Cup. Yeah, you can. Raheem. Well, because I'll start bringing up Raheem Ballon d'Or shouts. Also, I'll root for Chelsea to win the Champions League. I saw. I saw Raheem had a new signature cleat release, and it was actually really fucking. It was Ooh. really cool. Hmm. Did he really? Yeah, he had a. He's he's with New Balance. He's a New Balance partner, and they released a New Balance cleat. Go check on their. Go check on their Instagram. It's one of their. I thought it was really fucking. I thought it was really fucking cool, because I am wearing like Jordans, bro. <laughs> no. It was cool. It's it's cool meeting because he he used to ride the bus every, uh, every day to practice with his sister. So he modeled the the cleat off of the the bus like this. You know the seats on the bus. They look like they're like like oh, in the Instagram. Go check on Raheem's Instagram. It's on there. It's like the first post. Oh boy, me and Raheem follow each other back. Why is he? Oh, dude, those are fire! Yeah, it was he, he. He modeled them after the bus seats that he sat on to go to practice as a kid. What? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I've heard him tell that story about his sister. Really? Yeah, yeah. His sister's crazy for that. I would never do that for my sibling. Oh, oh, yeah. When you're, I mean, yeah. Like she, dude, she like threw away her life to get him to like QPR training. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean that's fucking that's commitment man and that's like, no, I mean, so like it worked and like but yeah bro like it was like a two-hour commute he said or something yeah fucking got him where he is today he by um he lived by wembley when he was young really he's got that he's got that tattoo um not not the uh his shooting foot one where they were being racist um Reem Sterling, I don't believe that too. Nah, bro, I'm for real a super fan. You don't get it. No, I mean, you 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 picked a, at least decent player to, like a decent, not just player, but just a man in general to to be a fan of. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, yeah. And then he he scored the boy from Brent scored in Wembley. <laughs> He, yeah, no, he, he's definitely my favorite, like, my favorite story. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to, like, he's not, he's not my favorite, but he's definitely, like, up there for people I admire for what they've done and how far they've come. Because... Yeah. It's like that was never. I mean, that was never guaranteed with with what he was gonna do. I mean, he do. He's got the natural quickness for it. He had to be a winger. Yeah. He was born. He was born to be a winger. <laughs> it's crazy that he's never played like in London though until this year, because I don't think he ever made a senior appearance for QPR. Really? Let me look. Let me look. I'm, I'm on transfer mark right now. I think Liverpool bought him when he was 15. Back with the Blues. He was in their first team at 17. I'm looking Raheem Sterling. I don't see anything. What the hell? I got it up. Um, yeah, he left QPR in 2009 for Liverpool. And then he made his senior debut in 2012, I want to say. It's crazy how long he's been around and he's only 27. Yeah. He was young when, when they – how old he, was he? he? 2009, how, how old was he? He made his Premier League debut in 2011, I think, or maybe in 11-12 season, I think. Let me check. And he wasn't just – I mean, he wasn't just like a – like he wasn't just like one of the young players they try to incorporate like first-team minutes, or he was like a big, big – yeah, when he was in, in 12-13, he would have been 17-18. He played 24 Premier League games, played uh, almost 1,800 minutes in the league. And he played another 300 in the Europa League. Him and Sterling were – I mean, him and Suarez were – Three goals, oh, six no. assists, 2,400 minutes. It's epic. But in 13-14, when they pushed for the title, that's the right year, I think. Or 14. Which one was, was Slippy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
see, in 2013-14, he had nine goals and seven assists and 33 Premier League appearances. And then in 14-15, when he was 20, yeah. And then he made his city move that summer. I think he was just – I think he was just – disregarded because of how good city was everyone i mean everyone said that but he was like yeah he was expected to be that good top of his game at city i don't think he was overlooked that much dude like people used to talk about sterling a lot from like 2017 to 2019 scored like 50 Premier League goals on scored he scored 18 Premier League goals in 17 18 and then he scored 17 Premier League goals in 18 19 he had 23 in all competitions, 17, 18, 25, and 18, 19. And then he, um, yeah, and then he had 20 Premier League goals in 19, 20. He's, dude, I mean, he's like, I think he's one of two City players to score 100 Premier League goals for them. Like, he's, he's a Premier League legend, whether, whether everyone likes it or not. Or, yeah. Yeah. Says four, he's got four. Four titles in FA Cup, five Carabao Cups. Dude, like he's gonna finish his career with like over two hundred Premier League goals. Like, like, let's be serious. You know, I'm surprised what he's doing. I mean, I would, I want, I don't want to say surprised, but I am happily shocked to see that he is able to carry our offense. I, like, I, I thought he would do well at Chelsea, and I thought, you know, he. Raheem Sterling get his goals and assists, but he's honestly like there. Some of the performances, like I forgot that he had this in him. He scored. He scored some some fun goals too. Like I know, I don't know if it was against Everton. The early ones were offside. He scored a great goal against Leeds. Yeah, he's he had a nice he had a nice shot outside the box. I think it was against Everton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. against Everton he scored a rebound. Yeah, it was, he's offside. I I enjoy watching him he's a magnet bro and he's fun to watch like he is a damn good player that Raheem Sterling well do you have anything else to say before we wrap it up that's a great sentence to end on that Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling is a primarily great I think we'll I might put that in the title (laughs) I might put that in the description Alrighty, well, watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I need a, I need a certain someone with a, with a name that starts with a J, to or and it starts with a J, has an O in the middle, and then ends with an E. To, I need uh, I need him to get me back in Nick's Mafia. He tells me it's my job to figure out who has me blocked. He was trying. I know. I, I believe that he was trying, and I believe that they did not want me back in there. They shouldn't want me back in there, dude. I'll be out within the week. Oh man. Alrighty guys. Thanks for another episode. Back for opening night. I got shit to say. When is it when is it open? NBA. Uh, 18th, right? I think the Knicks I think the next first game is the 19th. I think the Lakers play the Warriors on the We play the Gri- I think they play the Grizzlies game one. Play the Grizzlies in, yeah. in Memphis. John Morant. God. Let's see. Oh. I look up NBA regular season. I get a bunch of fucking preseason games. It's not what I looked up. I was I was looking. The preseason had gotten so competitive. Oh my gosh. I'm sure, I give a fuck. <laughs> but the preseason. I did give a fuck when the Knicks were hooping. I didn't get to watch that game, unfortunately. I should though. Bro, I got Fubo TV. It's a fucking godsend. Really? Like, I see. I see a bunch of like commercials for it. Literally, bro. Like it's just like cable, and it just gives you all the sports you want. I think I spent like seventy dollars a month on like the base package, which is less than cable usually is. And I added League Pass on there for fifteen dollars. I have to think about that then. And like, isn't isn't League Pass usually like over a hundred dollars on its own? I think they're probably going to lower the price because I didn't know they did that package with 2K and everything. But They got to lower the price because nobody's going to fucking buy League Pass. A few years ago, wasn't it like $300 to leave? Yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was something nuts. Like for every, It was like $300 for the whole season. 
and it's like yeah you want to ex- you want to you want to expand the game into like serbia like they're not paying for pension it's like a it's like a month's wage for them ass come up and down the court and throw no look passes oh my gosh all righty i'm gonna end it here i appreciate everyone who is watching supporting me and jack and joe sometimes our endeavors uh i know we come on here and waffle a lot but it's fun so make sure to come back next time for another great epic conversation uh yeah that was really fun make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends um i'm gonna drag i'm dragging this on so i'm just gonna gonna upside down where yeah i'm gonna just say say thanks (laughs) and peace out